0: 10 minutes after 2. Ia, Judith Supuma is my guest until 3. She's in studio with us for an entire hour. Welcome to the show. So much. Welcome Vindy. to Life Happens. Wow. It's so lovely having you here. Thank Tuto
1: you. Gilise. Yes. What brought that on? Um, maybe we should ask Slalo. No, I don't know. But I think the song is actually self-explanatory. Um, you know, Slalo has always been very serious about life, in j. Education and <laughs> he's just that guy. So he's the one who wrote um the the lyrical the lyrics of the song and mm. the song itself. So I think he he meant, you know, to inspire and encourage people mm. to not forget the importance of education. Mm. And how Rena when we were at school, I remember people used to ask us Horna, why it's music, why are you studying? You know, yes. and why do you spend so much time at Varsity? I mean, it's just music, you just have to sing, you know. And I, I used to tell them, oh, you know what, from my experience, it's so important to actually know and understand what your gift is about, yes. what your craft is about, because there's more that goes into you being an artist Mm -hmm. and we can't take it for granted and that helped me a lot actually to actually be at varsity and study so the song is is really inspired by that i dare say you you wouldn't have had the longevity had you not studied yeah music absolutely and i think it you know especially on the business side of it yeah because at, at varsity, that you know, you all, we were surrounded by people who knew so much more about music, about the industry itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized now, um, planning my shows, you know, with my company Lalomba Music, when we are planning shows, we I realize that I actually know quite a lot mm-hmm. regarding, you know, a lot of things about music, from even royalties, a lot of things. I'm so well informed about. And isn't business. that
0: isn't that important? I mean, yeah. how much has that knowledge, you know, done for you? Looking at it when you go into rehearsals now, yeah. looking at just how much you know, yeah, and and yeah. the kind of place you're at now, yeah. as opposed to coming in all green and fresh sure.
1: and starry eyed, yeah, you know, listen, it's a jungle out there, so you you, you have to learn. Yeah. The craft mm. you've got to learn a lot about your craft, so um, I was saying this is how it ta- what it taught me. I know how to call the shots I know what I want mm. I know what I don't want mm. I know quite a lot about um, production mm. I know a lot about music itself, I know a lot about being an artist what it takes for people to re- to, re- to love you to remember you. Mm remember you which is the most important thing but even more important for you to stay relevant mm-hmm. and current mm-hmm. you know and sometimes it has nothing to do with 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 the, with um, the albums you keep releasing mm-hmm. you can have one album actually 10 years ago and people still love you they want to see you perform and they want to see you at their shows yeah. you know it's, it has a lot to do with how you carry yourself but more than anything guys you know language how you speak simple thing like talking Mm -hmm. with a sponsor and trying to negotiate with a sponsor, things like those Mm -hmm. they go really really a long way and and people you know they respect that Mm -hmm. when they know how you can arrive into a meeting and you're respecting the meeting you're walking into you respect uh, the people that are sitting on the other side of the table make your demands make your requests make your offers whatever it is but do it in the right way Mm You spoke just now about language yeah. and
0: for me language is a big part of your career it has always been yeah. um yeah. that every now and then you just remind a, a people yeah because it's not only just a people where you come from yeah you've just got an album now yeah. where you've got Spanish yes. and oh my goodness. <laughs> in it and I'm so chuffed because yeah. in that same album is a baby as yes. well right I can't leave that and, yo. and I kind of got the sense that all you're doing here is connecting yeah you know yeah. You, yeah. you're trying yeah. to yeah. get to our Essence, yes, so to speak. How yeah. important is language to you? I mean, it's always been, Scratch. hasn't
1: it? It, it? it always has been. And <clears throat> I think, uh, when I grew up, actually, rather, let me talk about when I started, um, with a cry as my dance. Yes. I felt, I think, no, no, not even when with a cry, before the album, a cry as my dance, when we would be performing the songs that are on that album, yes, before we recorded them, I came alive you know on stage I'd be singing English and you know in Sikosa and Zulu and, and and but when come when it came to Sibedi, I just I just lit up you know mm-hmm. and and I would deliver that song that particular song differently to any other song whether it was I was singing it as a cover song of Mamleta because I used to cover her quite a lot and, and Mama Miriam Magaba I, I, I would just light up and just Set the stage alive, you know, mm. bring it alive. And I realized that is because when we were young, my mom was very strict at speaking to us in CBD. Yeah, when she's angry, a When she's happy, When, especially when she's angry, she will tell. All names. When all, when all, all, names. all names are coming out, <laughs> and even the ones you don't know, you know, you are there. Yours that day you remember. Oh, by the way, this <laughs> is my name. <laughs> and only really she speaks fast. Mm-hmm. so we had to catch it, and and that was the only language we spoke. And English was at school, mm-hmm. and you know. I, you know, I was hoping that one day I'll do that to my kids. My kids now, like, mummy wants that. No, Mommy, no. So we force it down their throat. Mm. So now that's how we teach them. Even at school, they can teach them Sizulu, you know. But when you get home, they don't it's actually. Fine. They're not. In, I, they're not even interested in it because mm. they want to speak. But now, na I speak in Sibedi mm. until they hear it, mm. until they understand it, you know, because it's so important. Mm. It, they'll need it one day. Mm. And my daughter's actually now gone even deeper. She's learning Korean. She's, she's on to, you know, all these other languages. She, she loves, she loves it. She loves language mm-hmm. herself, mm-hmm. too. But um, when, when you write a song, also, I write better, Kasipedi. Mm-hmm. I flow. I can, I can write a song, Kasipedi, quickly now, and Melody. Melody, you know, Kasipedi, when you speak Kasipedi, someone said, paela. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you listen to the moka, when they're talking, they, it's, like, it's so melodic. And know?
0: apart from the melody as well, there's um sincerity that comes yeah. through when yeah. you use your own language. Yeah. And I'm now thinking of the, the song Balisa. Ah. And I don't think you could have written that song
1: in any other language. No. I tried, by the way. Did you? Yes. Thank interesting, you. Interesting. interesting. Thank you. I tried. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> and you know how what happened. Balisa Tell us. is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Balisa was the last song on my album One Word that I wrote, mm-hmm. and I wrote it in the studio mm-hmm. while the band was waiting on the other side. I said, "Guys, give me two minutes." I had the melody only, and it wasn't even the verse. It was no. It was just part of the chorus, and the word Balisa. So I tried in wow. English. You know, I tried in English, I went to Zulu. I promise you, I struggled. And then something said, Lalo, my name is Lalo. I said, I said Lalo. When <laughs> I'm, Palisa, kiss a baby, or oh, I guess it's one. Come back home. Mm. Let me I promise you, within like not even 30 minutes, I was writing, cancelling, writing, counseling because I just spoke it. I spoke it like I was telling Palisa, she was mm. right here. I spoke to her. Oh. She was sitting right there, and the song was finished. And when I sang it, the guys were like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, the most amazing thing is that was the one song that was played the most by radio. (laughs) The very last song that took me so quick to write, very quick to write. How easy was it to decide you're going to write that song? It was, easy. it was very
0: personal
1: it was very very personal it was easy because I wrote it thinking of my baby girl yes. you know who passed on and but she that little girl man you know that little thing she had taught us me particularly so mm. much because I you know walking seeing your baby in an incubator mm. every single day for three months uh, every day every day, staying at the hospital, not leaving, and watching her grow, watching her fight. Mm-hmm. And then I would leave her go to a show. When I'm at a show, before I go on a show, I get a call from the hospital. Oh, no, actually, we brought her back. You know, we almost lost her. And then you've got to go to a show and then drive back, you know, on that day because you just want to see her. And when you get there, the smile on her face, like, you know, she, she, it's almost, almost like she could smell me that I'm there and she would just come alive, you know, and then she would just look around for me and make sounds. I'd mm-hmm. put my hand Mm. and then she would grab it my finger she would grab my finger so it was like a daily thing and I would pray for her and sing for her so it came from a very special point a special place a place of uh, appreciation a place of joy a place of celebration because I didn't want it to be a sad song at all Mm. because I was not sad you know that she passed on I was actually blessed to have had her for that short time and that is why I think sometimes you know what God will bring you into a situation because he knows where now you can handle it. you know we are the chosen one you God chooses us so specifically so now I think I was chosen you know what when this is what's going to happen you're going to handle it and you'll handle it very well and inspire people and speak to people who go through the same thing and speak to them honestly from the deepest part of your heart because I've seen it I oh and then palisa came from that place that's why the lyrics just became what they are. Absolutely. I'm in conversation with Judith
0: Supuma, she's my guest until 3 o'clock. You're more than welcome to give us a call on 0891-104-207. You can talk to her, you can comment, whatever it is. And she's got a show coming up, we'll tell you more about that after this. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. My guest is Judith Sapuma. She's with me until three. And before she arrived here, she was busy rehearsing for you and I. Mm. Where's where's the show? The show
1: is this Saturday, guys. I'm so excited. I get goosebumps listening to this because
0: (laughs) just just eavesdropping into what it is she's planning, right? Yeah. I I feel like it's a feast.
1: Yes, it is. It's (laughs) going to be amazing. It's this Saturday. I am calling it an, A Legendary Night mm. with Judith Supuma and Brendan Dambo.
0: I can't imagine. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I just sit here and I think, oh my uh, word! Let me tell Give you, power,
1: power, power, power. It's such a powerful, powerful, it's a powerful performance. It's it, the tickets are very few tickets. Actually, I found out yesterday that we're actually almost sold out. Yes. So they're at Tickets. So if you can not rush there, please go. You don't want to miss this mm. show. It's going to be, we're not just bringing you performances now. It's a production. Mm. So from costume to lighting, to lighting, to everything, to sound, you know, just come and enjoy with us. And you know what it is? It's about celebrating love. You know we're finishing off the month of love with celebrating love in form of music and i'm appreciating brenda you know because i know her for such a long time but more than anything i love how she sings i love her fire on stage and she just lost her mom actually we just buried her mom this sunday yes you know what it's but but let me tell you woman i tell you woman has to be celebrated this thing called woman can take a lot a woman can stand through it all woman is called a woman for a reason Mm -hmm. women we I mean it's just amazing but we love a woman when you see it guys just love and appreciate a woman Mm -hmm. let's not bring each other down let's celebrate each other daily it is so so important Mm -hmm. where is the show the show is at Emperor's Palace at theater Marcellus and the show starts at 8 o'clock it is going to be myself and Random Dumbo in concert. Mm-hmm. It's two bands. I have my band, she has her band, but wow. we have an amazing collaboration that we're going to do together. So please come and celebrate with us as we celebrate love. You know, your music to me, always the, the, one,
0: the one description I have to yeah. you performing your music yeah. is sunshine. That's uh. the word that comes up. And I think of how you reflect on your own life and things through music, but always reflecting sunshine. Difficult for me to reconcile having witnessed all the difficult moments you've had. So I'm trying to understand how you interpret music juxtaposed to your own life
1: experiences. So, um, most of my songs, Actually, some of them, no, most of them, they are inspired by by people, by life, by nature. And sometimes I could be sitting with someone and talking to them about, about something that changed their life, whether it's a bad thing or it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll take that, learn from it, and transform it into something amazing because I believe that in every bad situation, mm-hmm. you know what, there's a lesson in there. You know and even in every good um, when we're happy sometimes we can ignore certain things so I will learn from I learn from every situation but more than anything you know I love people Mm -hmm. I love people and when I'm with people I learn a lot I always say to people that I'm that I'm close to that you never stop learning in this event that we're doing now for Saturday I have an amazing team of people and yesterday we had an incident where one of them was crying because the other one hurt them I wasn't there and it was and it was and I said to them guys you know what there has to be unity whenever we are going to take music to the people you can never take music to the people and feed them lies how you feel is how they will receive you so let's work on sorting this thing out let's rectify it you know and come together stand together and love it's going to be a great show Mm -hmm. and i promise you a couple of minutes later on you know we were talking and they kind of like felt what i was saying but that's what i believe you know we are all about as people we learn from each other and, um, and, I, and I will possibly write a song about that one day. Mm. They won't know. And let me tell you, people never know, you know. And yeah, but most of my songs that I write, really, they're inspired by life, by nature, but my personal experiences as well. Mm. But I will, I will write so that, you know what, someone else will enjoy it and learn and grow from it and tap into that energy, positive energy that I send out.
0: So w- where do you go to find that strength for yourself?
1: Where do I go? Yo. If I most of the time, uh, I would ask God for it. I, and this, I'm not just saying that because there's a God out there, no. I say it because it's true. I pray for humility. I pray for strength. I pray for understanding. I pray that I don't misunderstand anything. I even pray Such for... Such an important prayer that you don't yeah, misunderstand anything. Misunderstand anything. Wow. But most of all, let me let me hear the voice of God when God speaks, because you know I could be driving and I'm getting lost and and I've for, forced my way in, and then I fall in to think that I shouldn't fall in, so all of that I need to be what we call instinct, you mm. know, now I always say that it's 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 just that very powerful voice speaking to us. So um yeah, my str- and then I go to gym, yeah, of course. I go to gym. <laughs> and I love movies. <laughs> I train a lot. I love movies. And I love staying at home. Actually, guys, you won't believe it. I'm so boring. I'm one of those boring people. You want me any day. I'm at home. If I'm not at a show, I'm at home watching television or I'm reading something or I'm shouting at the kids. <laughs> Somebody come take those kids, please. The one campaign.
0: Tell me about the one campaign.
1: The one campaign was, some, ooh, was life-changing for me. You know, I got to experience so much. I traveled so much. You know, when we were part of it, and we went to Washington. We went. Oh my God, we went. You're, to you're, you're missing out the bit where you tell oh, us you were oh. in front of statesmen. <laughs>
0: And you were singing to statesmen. Oh, that's yes. That's the bit you too, not I, I,
1: I was in Washington, Yes, you know, and that's how I got my visa, by the way. My letter of invitation came from the White House. I just thought I'd mention Hello. that part. It came from the White House. And I went to the White House, by the way. And this was five years ago, five, four years ago. And, you know, when we got there, it was a um, uh, heads of states performance. We performed at the museum in Washington with the most amazing band from the U.S. They played a Cry, smile, and dance like it was written for them, wow. and it was me, Debanj, Falipu, uh, Pa was there. Um, uh, who was there as well? Oh my gosh, um, um, Buffalo Soldier was there from mm. from. She's, well, he lives there here now, but it's from them. And but I was representing South Africa, mm-hmm. and it was the most. Um, we were treated like like queens, even though you know we were out there to listen. I went to um, oh my gosh, we were we were discussing monies with these big people, and I was thinking, guys, just give me a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> just want all those dollars. dollars, you know. <laughs> <Something> like <that. laughs>
0: I'm in conversation with you. I nice will continue this conversation. And you are more than welcome to be a part of it. 891 104 Let's go to Utile Saka for the latest in headlines. Good afternoon, Utile. You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. A cry a smile, a dance by judith Poma. Thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, she's with me until three. So, here's a tweet Judith one says, yeah. Hello, Judith, why do you get so emotional after singing? I <laughs> saw that at my <laughs> Ponya <Penera>. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different level. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay. Um, I can't explain that. All I can tell you, you know, that was gospel something that happens when gospel is not just you singing it's not entertainment you know um and i believe what you know what we get touched from the deepest part of us and and i think i tapped into the energy that was there i tapped into to where god wanted me to be when i was singing and then i got lost in there i think it's the getting lost that got that gets me to be emotional all the time and i don't even think Hore, it's it's emotion i can't explain listen i can't explain it i don't know what it is but i know Hore. i got lost in the song and by the time i opened my eyes i remembered for i was still standing there most of the time i just disappear into the song so uh, but that's the best way of explaining it. I, I go for no explain. I can't mm-hmm. explain it more than that. But yeah. that, that is the gift to be yeah. in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Otherwise, you know. And yeah, it happens a lot actually. Um, when I sing gospel a lot. It happens a lot and it scares me rather let me say. I think sometimes that's why I'm running away from gospel. I was
0: gonna say it yeah. <laughs> seems to me like you you, you are monitoring uh, yourself.
1: Yes I'm like so careful and, and I'm fine. As, you know, I, re- I remember my pastor kept on saying because I'm the worship leader at my church and I, I haven't been for since maybe what October maybe November. I haven't been leading rather let me say I've been, le- been leading at church but I've been going to church other churches so I was like, you know, when they asked me, when are you coming back to lead? I'm like, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. But I know um, that's what I'm afraid of. I I really, I don't know, God uses you, God uses us, you know, differently. But I know that there's an amazing gift. There's an amazing gift in me to heal, you know, to transform lives. Mm. And I believe when I get, um, when I disappear into the song, or rather, let me put it this way, when the Holy Spirit of God takes over, and I sing and I disappear into the song because my prayer is always, Lord, take over. You know, I don't want to be aware of my surroundings. If I'm aware of my surroundings, if I'm aware of my gift, if I'm aware of how good I am, then I will not do God's work.
0: Hmm. I'm in conversation with Judith Sapuma and she's with me until three. Those calls I will take on 0891104207. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Judith Sapuma is my guest. She's here because
1: tomorrow, is it tomorrow?
0: Tomorrow is yeah, tomorrow. got a show.
1: It's, tom- it's actually not on Saturday. Saturday, What's tomorrow? Friday. 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 Yeah, tomorrow yes, is Friday. No, yeah, tomorrow is Friday. We're in rehearsal today, guys, and it's sounding absolutely beautiful. It's sounding amazing. I've got an amazing band. I've had them for a very long time. The show is this Saturday at Emperor's Palace.
0: Before we went on to the headlines, we were discussing yeah. the One Campaign, yeah, and and you spoke about how how important it was for you and your career, yeah. And um, there are other elements as well that I want to touch on yeah. about why it was such a significant
1: turning point for you in your career. The One Campaign mm. for me, um, <clears throat> you know, I have a foundation called the Judith Superma Foundation, actually. Um, I think for lot, the whole of last year we parked it and this year um, I've been saying I want to restart it when I decided to start the Judith Summer Foundation it was inspired by little girl actually little girls that I that I met at Baragwanath Hospital mm-hmm. and I went I was invited to go visit the children's burn unit mm-hmm. and when I got there what I saw changed my life I stayed there for half a day And sitting with them, seeing them, how they get cleaned, hearing stories of what happened to them and looking at these little things, not able to walk, they can't lift their arms and, 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 and. Changed my life, absolutely. I wanted to be there every single day. I wanted to go help somebody, help a child, especially children, you know, and then girl children. And then, and then, and then so we started doing that and then I went back to my high school we gave them computers and we delivered printers we delivered um, um, toys to children we found a shelter in too. we gave them we sat with them as well um, um, it was it was something that I, I realized I was passionate about it's it's beautiful to actually make change someone's life to bring a smile to someone's you know mm. face and that's when one campaign stepped in i had um, a, a pr amazing friend of mine khumutso modise who made everything possible because he he saw that in me he says judith this is a campaign you need to be involved with and for some reason they approached us and we became a part of the one campaign and we it it also went as broad as dealing with farming, and then we traveled, um I spoke at a whole lot of events, and then we met we went to the White House, sang for Obama and Michelle and all other presidents went to Addis Ababa also sang for more heads of state events. It was absolutely life changing and also getting to interact with with other artists and here how you know there was another one poverty um uh, about poverty that we, we we got involved with where young girls that are either um, you know they're or child headed it could be anything that has to do with young girls that are raising families or they have been raped or they have been affected by anything like that we got to sit with them and talk to them all over mm-hmm. and that changed my life absolutely
0: your album po- power of dreams yeah. was recorded in atlanta
1: Yes, you chose to record it there, and also mix it there. Yes, and you produced it. And I produced it with a friend of mine. What yeah. was so important about doing that in in Atlanta? It was, so, you know, what when that happened for me, I actually was making a statement to myself that I can do it. You know, I, it's not even about the money; I can do it. I knew that it was going to be costly, but I was it
0: about the caliber of people that yeah. you ended up working with? Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely, and also to... To You know, when people call, people call me a lot of things, they call me a legend. They call me, oh, this, they call me a lot of things that are absolutely, things that are humbling. And then I was like, okay, at home, I was frustrated with home. I was frustrated with a lot of things here at home because I felt like, you know, um, there's so much duplication. There's so much this. I'm not, I'm, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to write about. I don't know how. Actually, I had blockage. You know what this thing called? Um, a writer's block, block or mental blockage, all of it. I had all of that. In actual fact, I was even thinking of relocating. I'm like, I'm going to leave South Africa. I'm going to go somewhere else. But I'm like, yo, South Africa is your home, Judith. Just leave and come back. Mm -hmm. So I left for about a couple of months. And when I was there, I decided I'm going to record. And the songs just came out the way they did. They just started flowing. And I wrote within a week, two weeks, we were done with the album. (laughs) And those guys, let me tell you, I worked with amazing guys, people who have worked with. Um, another my co-producer I worked with Bobby Brown worked with Prince he worked with uh, Justin Bieber he's worked with amazing people and he's an amazing drama as well and then we work I worked with uh, Tony Tony is Tony Braxton's mm-hmm. um, uh, guitarist mm-hmm. uh, he was introduced to me and then I got to meet producers oh my god producers of um, Uh, Whitney Easton's I don't know I don't remember which album it was but I met really amazing amazing people yeah what what is it is it the validation yeah what is it it was exactly that I wanted to prove to me that I can do it and that it's possible more than anything it's possible and it's actually okay to feel the way that I was Mm. feeling at the time That you're not (sighs) whatever it is here right now is not enough. You want more. Yes, I wanted more, and I wanted because I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to a different producer here at home. We are very talented at at home. I don't take that away from us, but at that time, it was not enough for me. You want more. I wanted more, and I wanted to be challenged myself. I want. I wanted the challenge, Mm. and um, I remember I was looking for a vocal coach someone who could actually come and tell me how to sing and I realized that you know what I love I love having my hands on my project so much and Kisipedi you know there's a song called Maruping when you sing Maruping when I sing Maruping now you can actually hear that I'm it's almost like I recorded it here so they played those songs exactly as I wanted them to sing I was singing lines bass lines I I would give them the beat and they would just get it like that and they kept on saying man you're taking us home man I want to go to Africa I gotta go home (laughs) you know it was amazing oh I had the most amazing Time through that entire process. Absolutely. You speak of what you wanted then. What yeah. do you want now? What I want now is to actually, you know, um, get to a level where on I can do as many of my own shows as possible, without having to to feel like I need to wait for. You know someone to call yes. me for people to I hear get. me yes. I need my people my fans my friends to know that okay we know Judith every year she's gonna be at Emperor's Palace or she's gonna be at this place and at this point every year I am going to be at Emperor's Palace just look out for that show and that is that is that is where I am I'm I'm challenging myself to do really great for this brand, Judith Mm Sepuma, And the one thing that I can tell you that it's working. And I'm going to be at the Cape Town Jazz Festival this year, and it's going to be the most amazing show. Let me tell you, I've already started plotting. We are having... I'm learning how to actually be told what to do in a show and actually really, like, for, you know, not even let anyone... um, allow me to take over because i take over easy <laughs> so i don't want i want to be told what to do judith stand here cut this part of the song but don't take away my song from the people just remember that when you start taking away that song from the people i'm going to be very sad
0: <laughs> judith supuma is my guest she's with me until 3 yeah you're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Judith Sukuma with us until three. We're almost there. What does that mean to you, that song? <laughs> I love
1: the song. song, you know. I love it so much. It reminds me of my mom. Uh, it was inspired by my mother. Yes. My mother was the most amazing woman on earth. Like, she was the kindest. Actually, my mom and I never used to get along. Uh, my mother, I think she used to. I don't. I, I don't even know who was my mother before she was my mother, but someone else was. <laughs> I used to think, well you know that woman hates me." <laughs> I'm telling you. I remember I asked her one time. I'm like, hey, "When I'm a Saudi, who's my mother?" I stopped respecting her for that day, for that minute, because my mother used to slap. Right? Like you can't disrespect her, you cannot, and you cannot. But she was the most nicest person. You know, she taught us really well, raised us really well on her own. And then later on, I got to realize what a normal she had her own personal frustrations, and and that's why until today, when my kids say, "Ah, oh, mama, why when are you not Le papa?" I'm like, "Yay!" Yeah, yeah 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 we'll slap you mm. you know because you know we end up forgetting what our mothers live on and they go through things mm. they really parents they go through things but uh, this so song you
0: do you have a different relationship with your mother now that she's gone
1: yes mm. absolutely actually before she left mm. yes i think my daughter she's now my daughter is now 28 or so yeah she's 28 and my firstborn. and it happened when she was i think four years old that I confronted my mom. What want I'm I want to take my kids from you. I don't know, you can't take these kids. They are mine, God, where you elsewhere. So I took my kids and I realized for when I took them that really messed her up. She really loved my kids and then when we started visiting, we started visiting them and she, she changed, you know, she became the mother. So then I started, I remember there was a time I didn't speak to my mom for three years. I really didn't want to speak to her because it was serious, serious anger towards me and I until today and I don't want to know. And then eventually, you know what, I got the best mom on earth because that woman, you called me, uh, I think from when I was, actually, I can't remember, in my 20s, every single day at five o'clock. Every single day to tell me, you know, I was just praying now. This is what God is saying. This is what God is saying. I like you. And I knew my mom was going to call. So if I don't want her to call tomorrow because I'm out, <laughs> I'll be like, yo, ma, I'm out. You know, I'm going to be something, you know, partying or I'll talk. To, I'll call you. Come phone in. And she would call all of us. There's four of us. Wow. So she calls all of us. She she was that mom until on our birthdays. We knew. Actually, I just even set an alarm. like, quarter past four. I'm waking up. 4.30 she's calling, and then she would tell me the same story over and over again about how I was conceived, I mean, how I was conceived, how I was born, especially the birth, you know, because, oh, and how I got to get my name, Humuto, my name is Humuto, and how I got the name Lalo, is Venda for Morado, you know, Moraro for Peace, which is my record label and my company. My production company
0: how much of that do you want to share with us a lot
1: (laughs) so it's actually a beautiful story because you know when I was born she had lost three kids before me so she thought that I was gonna go as well because I was born very sick very sick and by the time I was three weeks they thought you this little girl is going and I didn't have a name by then and then six weeks later I still don't have a name and they're saying ah, six weeks she's going and this girl called Judith was strong and I lived so after that I think when I'm about eight weeks old uh, she gave me the name homo because you know I wiped her tears Mm -hmm. because she was crying so much from the other kids she thought that I was gonna go as well and um and remember she had lost four babies and and then including a twin, which my sister, my younger sister is a twin. and then, when I lived, she gave me the name Homutso, and then there was a woman, then I started sleeping a lot. I would sleep like an entire day, no crying, no nothing. I was the most peaceful child, as she says. And there was this old woman who came, and she was Venda, and she said to me, she said to my mom, "You know every time when I come and see this girl, she's sleeping." we're going to call him Murado Mm. for peace.
0: What a beautiful end to that story. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so for much. your time, thank you for your music Thank, thank you yeah. for everything that you do Thank you um, Thank you for the art, thank you thank very you. much Judith Puma there And that conversation will be available as a podcast And coming up on the show Is Maschabam Mdolo on the Focal Point And they'll be speaking to Black First Land First Leader Andy Andy Kutama, Who says electricity is a right And therefore South Africans must not pay for it The Focal Point will also speak to Kosatu, Who are not happy with Finance Minister Tito Mboy decision to cut the public sector wage bill. That and more coming up 3 o'clock now. Let's go to Utsi Lesaku for the latest in SABC News. Let's do this again tomorrow.